It's time for Trek Off. Set phasers to love. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. We managed to get two done. Okay. All right. All We're right. getting two in. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Maybe what, we're what back. Is it, what, yeah. Know. What does it mean? What What's the thing when it's a habit? The, what, I don't Isn't know. Isn't there like a an adage, a cliche, or something like once you've done something a certain number of times, like now it's habit or something? What I do in my office when <laughs> nobody's looking is none of your business. <laughs> I don't yours. know if you'd call that a habit so much as a sickness. Uh-huh. No, it's a habit. No, it's a, it's 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 almost a sickness. I don't know. It's a. I mean, they they call it a smoke a smoking habit, and yet you're also addicted. Can things not be both? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> It is. <laughs> that is a little bit uh, both. Call it a call it. We'll call it a little call both of those things. <laughs> um, so we were. Uh, th- this episode, of, of course, going to be about episode two of Discovery. Maybe episode three. I don't know. We'll see where we get. Um, we'll but we see were how an, far we progress. <laughs> we were having an off mic conversation about um, about Picard, which uh, is tough because Alexia. Um, uh, I don't know if you know this about Alexia, guys, but um, she recently um, her house uh, was surrounded and um, and she had a run in with the authorities um, and they, they 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 you know made her sit down and they surrounded her and they they threatened they she's on probation for losing her her geek card um, because <laughs> she has. Oh, until now, she hasn't watched Prodigy. I don't know if she watched the the last season of Lower Decks, and she's no. only on like season uh, episode three of Discovery, which is over, and yeah. she hasn't started Picard. And it's hard for me, you know. I feel like we're back to Avengers Endgame all over again, where I'm like, I just <laughs> fucking watch it. For goodness sake, she's like, the, I'm you waiting. You know what? For- the dip, the di- there's a key difference, though. Yes, I will please. say that with Endgame, like- you were waiting for 3D, right? That was your whole thing. You're waiting for for 3d to come out on that wasn't Um, that the reason no it was because it sucks uh, but like it's because well no you couldn't have known that no. you couldn't have known that at the time <laughs> yeah I guess you're right um no I did isn't it end it's Endgame's the second one right like it's the last one yes yeah yes. so I did know it sucked yeah I was like the difference here is like yes I did want to watch it in 3D um but I had it in 3D so that really wasn't the that really was the issue the issue was that I had when watched- you say sucked is the issue just that it's like you felt like it was punishing like that like because we never really talked about it i don't want to do a whole avengers thing but is it yeah is it it's sort of that that like having star trek 2 without star trek 3 to finish it up like it's just sort of like it punishes you and then says okay credits bye is that the but issue? i had both of them at the same time like and i was my plan was to watch them back to back but after i watched but they both end on down notes i mean they both but like the like, first but after i watched yeah. the the first part i was just like you know what fuck you fuck you fuck all this this is such bullshit like what the fuck like I just I figured really out what it, I, so, I think I so, figured out because I I never understood how you could hate the films. Like they're they're well made, they're well acted, they're well paced. The action's great, blah blah. There's a lot of good stuff about it. And then I I, I it occurred to me um, that, that everybody died. No, yeah, well, yeah. And so there's there's a term that I learned on a, on a, on a I used to listen to a podcast. I'm not going to name it because the guy who made it turned out to be a raging asshole. But he um, yeah. it's a term that I've used on the shows before. Um, and that term is primary value, which is why do you go to a movie? Right. Why do you why do you go to a Jason Voorhees movie to watch people get hacked up? Why do you go to a Jim Carrey movie to see him do big, funny stuff and you laugh? Why do you go to you know a movie like Schindler's List to make you think and feel? And it seems to me your primary value specifically for Marvel has been to be like a boost of joy, like to, to a boost of bright, colorful, fun, engaging joy, which is which is is valid because that's how they sort of sold it for the first little like the first it, five or it six is days. and and like um like so be, what I've like, for, for instance like like because you just called it out that i've not been like something i have been watching right uh x-men the original cartoon that was sure. awesome, right like it's very true to the comic it's not like nothing bad ever happens but like in the end good triumphs over evil like all the time right that, which is which is not consistent with the comic at all the comic is really? essentially puni- punishing the x-men constantly like constantly punish like punishing them. they're they're just miserable all the time that's not true i've read it's parts of the pretty comic. true oh my I gosh mean- jean gray only exists to keep dying <laughs> you know, there's actually one time that she died there's a time one of the times jim gray jean gray died as she 
was dying, she's looking up at Scott, who's crying, and she goes, it seems like all I ever do is die on you. And while it was sad, <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh. Because I you were like, you know laugh. what? I can't. <laughs> she's fucking right. And yes, that's it. That, that's in Grant, Mor- Grant Morrison's new X-Men run. It really does happen. It's an actual thing. So, like, it's like, I guess my point is, is that, is that, you know, if you were. I'm talking going, about the old, like, like back in the day, like. Like I'm talking about back. back in the day. I I started reading X Men during the Mutant Massacre, where they essentially killed a hundred Morlocks. That was like the first one that I read was Uncanny X Men 211. It's just it's wow. constantly brutal. Well, then maybe it's, it's just like that they pick the the storylines they pick to show. I mean, because I mean, I will say like Dark Fe- the the Dark Phoenix like you know storyline or whatever is it's it's not um yeah it's not sexy. It's not like woo this is so great. It's like fuck. Um, but there's always this. Like, like, and this was the key problem I had um, with the with X three, which was that uh, first of all, like when she becomes Phoenix, that's like one of the coolest things that ever happens to Jean Grey. Like, because outside of that, she's usually kind of lame. Um, and when she's Phoenix, she's not. And when she's Dark Phoenix, it A, makes sense, and B, the critical thing that they fuck up on an X3 that is unforgivable is that she kills Scott. Spoiler alert for a five million year old. Um, and it's like a key thing when you're watching it and you're seeing the storyline play out that she could kill any of them at any moment. Like, she's that powerful. Scott Scott is the one you should not do that to because it should be about Scott, but you can't have Scott because, of course, it needs to be a Wolverine movie because that's what they kept doing, and that was a problem. Yeah, I agree. It's not the only critical thing they had. My larger issue with X3 is, like, in the comics, she becomes Phoenix, and she is a giant firebird, and she goes around, and she fights... She, she fights galaxies and blows up planets and Galactus yeah. is getting all scared. And then she has to like fight on the moon. Now, I'm not saying they need to go that fantastical because the X-Men movies were really grounded. But the idea that sure. she's like, I am Phoenix now. I will go hang out in the woods and work for Magneto. Yeah. Like, like it's just what? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like there's some, there was something compelling to me, right? Because I, um, you Listen know, being a- criticizing X3. That's why everybody tuned into Trek off. Oh, I know. Oh, good. They're going to criticize X3 for 40 minutes. But I'm just saying, like I I watched that cartoon as a child and I very much related to uh, feeling uh, being you know very emotional and and like that I would like fuck shit up because of it and like be out of control in some ways and so it felt like I could relate like so she had this thing going on that it like inhabited her body and it was like just I want to feel things I don't really care about negative positive that's not that's not a big deal to me one way or the other I just want to feel things because I never have before because I'm like a fucking crystal like which is, is completely lost in you know anything I don't know how you ground that and make it work but still the thing so bring that, this back around to Endgame I'm just saying but but th- but that there was yeah. a, there's a grain of hope and that she didn't Jean was still in there and that's the reason that none of the X-Men are killed and like particularly Scott because at any given time like she can just like fucking snap her fingers when a motherfucker's dead but Jean's in there being like not not <laughs> not today bitch like not today Satan like she's not she's not having it that's that's what was missing and so when the first like it's like the very first thing they do in that fucking movie is have her kill Scott and I'm like and you're talking to me I mean I'm a hopeless hopeful romantic whatever I'm very romantic okay like so that is upsetting that has always been very upsetting to me and so I, I mean, think the, that's the, the great thing about X3 is that it does provide you every 15 minutes something to just upset um, it there's does. a point so, so so there's a point at the end and then I'm going to jump back to Avengers and we'll talk about Star Trek but um, there's a point at the end like keep in mind what is Magneto's whole thing right mutants are important mutants you know mutant, mutant, mutants mutant are yeah we're the next we're the next evolution we're, we, like, we're the we most important be. thing and, and Xavier's thing is like no everybody's important that's, yeah. that's sort of their different philosophy so Magneto cares like he he doesn't want any mutants to die ever he's willing to let them they need to but 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 he's so, always upset about it yeah like whenever yeah what, like whenever he thinks he kills the, the x-men he's like they were brave and they but yeah. you but know then but they you were get foolish. to the end of x3 and he's got like all these mutants who adore him and are working for him and he and gene sit back as all the mutants run forward and and die in their battle with the police and the x-men and at one point at one point like phoenix is like oh we should go help them and his response is he goes he goes the pawns go before the queen I'm like wait what 
What? Hold on. What? You you Pretty literally you you could you could take half these people out and and Phoenix could take out the other half, but like you're just like let's let a whole bunch of other mutants die first. Yeah, like it's what? Just, what? Yeah, it's just What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. It's just strange. It's strange believability, and which is funny coming from me. Like I was scrolling through um, uh, Voodoo, and I because they had a sale, and I was seeing like it just made me think of this. I was, I was seeing a bunch of mystery. And you watch there. Ninjas versus Monsters available on Voodoo. <laughs> yes, uh, but I was scrolling. They had a big sale, an April Fool sale or something for the weekend, and they had a bunch of Mystery Science Theater three thousand on sale. And I remember how much I hated that show, and it was because I loved movies so much, and I was. Like if like how dare you watch a movie and and just talk shit about it the whole time? Like I want to see the movie. You guys are just hating on. You're just a bunch of haters hating on stuff. And, and you wanted them to do X three more than anything in the world? No, no, I don't. I kind um, of do. I, I think I it would could, make I it could, so fun. Uh, I, I guess I could, but but like I guess that's my point. Like as a as a young person, I my love was so strong for movies, and then like as I grew older and saw so 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 many more of them, now I'm like, and I think of myself and how critical I've been of some you know some movies and some of the stuff I've said. I've been like, I get it now. Like just because you like love movies doesn't mean people don't make bad ones and that like you you can't well i also think that we're in it we're in a different time and i and and here's what i mean by that and then i do want to hear what you have to say about about endgame but i i agree with what you're saying i used to give a lot of movies a pass like there are movies that would get a pass i'd go like superman 3 yeah sure why not you know Star Trek Five, sure. Why not? Oh, I love you know, that they, movie. You know, Co- I love Commando. all the Star Treks, the, all the movies. Co- Co- Commando, sure. Okay, we'll go for it. like all these movies that we consider classics. You rewatch now and you realize they're not very good. And the same thing is this <laughs> is true uh, is true of some of the shows that we watch. Like like you know, Full House was hot garbage. Like there's 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 and you can go through and there's a bunch of shows and we're like, but we loved those shows. But here's the thing that has happened, and it's you know when it comes to to us as viewers, you know, good for us. But we can even say that about Star Trek. You know, there are people who are bailing on Picard. And this is sort of what happened back when there was, you know, they called sat, you know, oversaturation when you had DS9 and Voyager. And and, and that is and, my and, worry right now for Star Trek. It really is. Well, here's 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 the thing, right? Um, And I, I made this case when we were criticizing Voyager. I made the case that, like, if there were no other Star Trek, we'd watch Voyager and go, oh my gosh, this is great. But the fact there was other Star Trek, now there's way more Star Trek to have and way more geek content to have it used to be like when the flash tv show was out i watched every episode of that i tried to watch it now it's unwatchable it's not good um but it's oh, all you got yeah. like if you it's look all, at like a, old school like the very like super super old school like super a superman i believe yeah. like some of it's good like there's good stuff there are good episodes of under wonder woman there's good episodes of the oh i still superman love show. wonder woman but there's, there, there are good but it's most but it the, is dated like yeah, that that, most, that mo- is markedly so most of batman's 66 is 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 still pretty good you know there's there's and and old tv shows like i love lucy and and yes you know there are, sh- there are shows that still stand up but the thing is is they're they're fewer and far between because you had three networks three networks four nights a week that's you know for like three hours that's yeah you're, you're like talking, <laughs> there's not there's not that many shows and now, now there is so much and there's now, so much that's good yeah there's that's exactly my point there's so much that's good that you go you know the, like if avengers endgame had come out 20 years ago you would have watched it, it would have been your favorite movie bad or not good or not hurt you or not it would have been your favorite movie the fact is is that you can have the batman dark gritty serial killer and that can go all the way over to i don't know the harley quinn uh animated show on hbo which is by the way fucking amazing it is the I'm not greatest every time i like every incarnation of harley quinn do you have hbo i think I, yeah yeah it's the best incarnation of harley quinn is this animated really show. oh my gosh a bold it's, statement. It's, uh, i stand by it um and, right. and, and, and mrs j loves it so much that she might be getting a harley quinn tattoo based oh, on that that show nice. um it it is it is so good so the first episode the show starts out and and uh and there are a bunch of criminals on a boat with a big giant pyramid of money and because because the, the guy comes out and and they're all white they're all white the guy comes out and goes my fellow whites we're here with this giant pile of money to celebrate how hard we work to get it by fucking the poor 
It's the very first line of the episode. Are you serious? Yes. So Harley tries to stop wow. them. She, she gets captured. She gets captured by uh she gets captured by Batman, who drags her up to the the roof of the police station. And Commissioner Gordon is up there. Commissioner Gordon is a is is hilarious. He's a he's a uh he's he's basically just a failed cop drunk constantly, trying to get Batman to come like like to brunch with him, and Batman's always refusing. And, and, what? And, and, and and uh and commissioner garden looks lo- lo- looks at, looks at harley <laughs> looks at harley and goes harley you're in trouble right now quinzel you better you better help help batman and i figure out where the joker is and she goes i don't know why you're so scared of him just because he fucks bats <laughs> mr commissioner gordon goes he doesn't do that i'm pretty sure she i'm pretty sure he does just. oh my god that's just the first episode the first three or four is clearly trying to be a little over the top a little like us a little trek coffee um but uh they make the absolute right decision that by about halfway through the first season they actually start having character like it stops just being one-off jokes and you start like actually investing in characters and, yeah. and caring about them it's really good but it's still it's always funny it's unbelievably violent um i can't give it i can't give it a high enough recommendation it is so much fun like, and you know over, what i've i've been and i've been, like what so what i what i what, what i was binging recently was stream because i found out that the new one was on paramount plus because so I was, the new one's so I good there i loved the new one there i I I hated it. Why? Because they killed someone you liked? Yes. Yeah, okay. I it's, loved it's everything movie. else about it. I loved every everything else about it. And I absolutely hated that moment. I hated it so hard. I cried I know, so bad. But- I'm like, and it was like, I'm not supposed to cry at a scream movie, which is a ridiculous statement because people die. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, that's the point, right? You, 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 have, you but, have to have. But the whole point was prior like the 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 most upsetting death for me i think was randy was randy before that, before yeah. that. so like you had to i'm so, i'm sorry you had I, to and i if, and i if, know if it had to be one of them it had to be one of them i might have preferred gail um because i want like i like gail but i want dewey to keep showing up and when gail shows up i'm like oh cool gail but when dewey shows up I'm like oh my gosh it's dewey yeah i love um, him so hard um, <laughs> like he is by, so by the way adorable. dewey ruined a song for me last night i went to go see uh the lost city with sandra bullock which is really fun completely forgettable it's like it's just like a remake of of romancing the stone almost um mm-hmm. but it's it's charming and fun and it goes down easy it's like not trying to be anything it's not it's just like two hours of escapist you know like being on a universal ride it's fun it's, sure it's, it's, I it's, it, it's it's yeah it's it's i i give it i give it a really high recommend because sometimes you just need that yeah. sometimes you just need an action rom-com you know where they're going down waterfalls it's like sure why not <laughs> um uh but they i realized that dewey ruined a song because because they at one point like brad pitt is walking up and he's being all like super cool and they played that when the red right hand Boom. Oh you know yes, and I was like, I was like, that song is done. You can't no, no, you can't have that you song. Can't for other use things. that. No, it's that has yeah. that has a place. And that's where yeah. it lives. Especially now. that that musical hit after Red Ride Hand. Mm-hmm. Boom. That that yeah. thing right there. That's the scream song. Yeah. You can't have it. You can't have it. Sorry, Sandra Bullock. It's not yours. So okay. So this was my. Thought. <laughs> you can't have this it. Was... I'm sorry, it's not yours. So so this is. Uh, you know what? You my... should send a memo. <laughs> I'm sure. I will. She'll... I will. Yeah, she's, she's going to be very worried about <laughs> yes. what this guy has to say. I know. She's been around for so 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 the so about Endgame. I think that one of the reasons maybe you didn't like it is you get back to that whole idea of primary value. Why have you come? Why why are you watching yes. this movie? And and it's not that the movie is bad, but it's like it'd be like for you, it would be like you went to a Baskin Robbins and you're like, I'm I'm here to get some fucking Baskin Robbins, and it's not even about whether or not the Baskin Robbins you got is good or bad. It's like you went in to Baskin Robbins and it was a you know it was an Auntie Anne's pretzel is what they gave you and oh, whether I or really not like it, those it, yeah, yeah but that's not why you went there that's the point that's not why you went there you went sure. there for for ice cream you know or it's like you went you went to Baskin Robbins and when you were in there they gave you a really good deal on a hard drive <laughs> Okay, like I see that that's a really good um, deal. You know what? But you're 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 a shitty Baskin Robbins right now because you're not giving me the thing mm. 
that you that I have and it's it's fair to say that that's what Marvel sold you from moment one keep in mind the Dark Knight came out the same summer as Iron right and there were two different takes on how to do comic book movies and the X-Men had been so depressing and suddenly you would immediately just out of the gate Iron Man Thor you know Captain America Iron Man 2 the Incredible Hulk was a little more serious but it also was kind of jokey and fun I mean no I there's there was definitely there's there was there's been seriousness throughout like that that wasn't my issue like we'll get into it at some point and and like we'll do the thing we said we were gonna do when we were gonna actually do a whole sure yeah (laughs) but like we're not there so we're not gonna do that let's not get derailed but like it's more than that we'll leave it at that um, All right, but so anyway, this episode of Star Trek. So this episode Picard. of Star Trek. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I'm, I'm talking about how I am I am caught up in Picard. I'm happy to say that the fourth episode, um, fifth episode, whichever one just came out, um, uh, was finally back to form for me, and I'm finally really enjoying it again. But there were two episodes that were directed by Leah Thompson, and, and I love without Leah getting, Thompson. Like, without getting into the plot so of these bummed. episodes, um, they're clearly going for a Star Trek comedy vibe in one of them. There was one episode I thought was just sort of hot garbage and I gotta say that um, I, I I hate criticizing actors' performances um, because I'm an actor myself and I've given shitty performances that I didn't realize they were shitty when I was giving them and then I've watched them afterward and gone, ooh. So I get it. <laughs> Everybody has a bad couple weeks, right? Yeah. Um, but one, like in the way that they were directed, Patrick Stewart just looked old and tired um, and in a way that he didn't the first time, he just seemed like, like he was just not up for it um, and I thought, well, gosh, is this a Patrick Stewart? Her problem. Uh, but then um, Rafi is, was also just ridiculously bad, like really super, super bad. And I was so angry after that episode that I was like, I, I was like, wow, there's a like, there's such a dip in quality. Like nobody seems involved. And Patrick Stewart kind of sucks. And this lady kind of sucks. And then I remember that I've also been a director of films. And sometimes that's the problem uh, because we get to the second episode and there's, uh, it, it's sort of split in half in terms of tonally. There, it, there's one episode that almost has a one half that has almost a horror vibe and it's got deep personal stuff for Picard and it's got like like intense things and 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 mourning over over hard things that have happened and then they will cut immediately to basically a side mission that Seven and Raffi are on that's just jokey 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 joke they're tra- it's like a, a, a lethal weapon film where they're it's like Star Trek 4 they're just kind of jokey j- just throwing shit jokes out and the thing is is that I feel like Seven I feel like Jerry Ryan read the script and understood tonally kind of where the joke should be. Like you can throw jokes into serious stuff. Look at Buffy. It can work. Yeah. Um, but you have Raffi who is doing the jokes broadly, but also seems like like not really invested in what she's doing. Um, she just doesn't seem present. Um, and so the, it, every bit of it lands terribly, like terribly. And it's even more mm. of a problem than the episode where the whole episode was a piece of shit. When you had this part where like you have this, it's like two different episodes of Star Trek cutting back and forth from one another right and that's like you know you if you look well, at now i'm very interested to see it see if i agree with you it's like your judgment is is not always uh all right let's talk about mr movies. angel is the best show like ever <laughs> i i still i still love angel i'm rewatching it now um Ugh. but it, it's it, all right look let's look at the x-men universe imagine they were cutting between logan and deadpool like <laughs> Like, and and the de- and the Logan part was really good, and the Deadpool part, none of the jokes landed. I can't and imagine. I can't imagine. None I don't of know. It's it's it is it is. Like I can't yeah, imagine. It, that. <laughs> it is. Yeah, but like one, the tone doesn't work. But two, like just imagine that Ryan Reynolds just seemed bored. Um, I, I it's disappointing, and I hope that people don't jump shit because the episode afterward, which is coincidentally directed by Jonathan Frakes, which is nice. Always nice to see him. Um, there. Yes. Uh, uh, but all of a sudden. Even Ra- Raffi's better. She's not great, but she's better. Everyone else is back on point. The tone, you know, drifts effortlessly between having the light stuff and the dark stuff. It's, you know, it's expertly done. And of course it is. It's Frakes. He's done enough Trek now to know how to do it. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I hope not pe- people didn't bail, but I know that I know people who did. I know people who are like, yeah, I'm done. I just can't. There's too much. You know, we were saying before, too much good stuff to watch. Yeah. There's too like, much good stuff to go and to. There's like, only you- so much time in a day and, you know, particularly if you have yeah. kids and you have a job and you have like you well, have and there's always new time, stuff coming you know so like so yeah like moon night moon night came out and it's 
awesome. Is it? And so we're watch- we're watching Moon Knight. Well, Halo came out the same week. My kids love Halo. It's not awesome, but it's all right. It's pretty good. So they want to watch Halo. That's an hour, you know. And yeah. then Moon Knight. That's an hour. And Picard's coming out every week, and that's that's an hour. An hour. Yeah. yeah, that's an hour. I haven't caught up on. I, I gave up on the Arrowverse, so I have not been watching Legends of Tomorrow. Is the only one I'm still interested in, but I haven't done that. I really wanted to watch Doom Patrol. It's been out since November. I really wanted to watch Cobra Kai, but I found oh, a documentary. Dude, I, Cobra I found, Kai, I, you should definitely. Do. Oh, it's so, I, I, so, so, yeah, so, I, so, I, so good. I, I've not watched the new season. Um, so, you know, so, 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 I cannot. Like, you know, I can't. The Witcher say came out good and it was terrible, but it's also good. Um, really, it was terrible. Know, it's always terrible. Oh, it's 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 it, it is nonsensical. I literally can't tell you what happened in the in the last episode. It's just it doesn't. It's so they're clearly the writers clearly don't give a shit but it's not in a in a bad don't give a shit way it's a sort of in a seth rogan don't give a shit way so it's just like they're just like i feel like the writers are kind of high and are just like is this and like then what if, what if this happened is yeah, this, is just, this just like new for this i haven't watched any of it because i've been playing the game no um, i felt that way about the first season too but you it's weird to say this i am not criticizing the show it knows what it's doing it knows what it is it has no lofty ambitions um it's it is you, you know how okay you know how xena kind of sucked no but, I but, do but hold not. on so here's the thing it knew that it, it knew that it was operating on a certain certain budget a certain level of camp it just like it knew that it was making a weekly like almost like a b movie they knew that that's what they were doing of course that's sort of what sam Raimi does sometimes um so so this is the same way but with a higher budget so it's high budget it's gorgeous it looks really good but there's there's it's all mcdonald's cheeseburgers like, <laughs> You're not, getting, you're not getting. You're not getting anything good. It's not that McDonald's cheeseburgers are good, but they're tasty. If someone hands me a McDonald's cheeseburger, I am putting that thing down and forgetting I ever had it. And that's really what the Witcher was like. Um, um, and you think it's Game of Thrones because it looks so much like Game of Thrones. So there are times when we were like, I'm not in the mood for something heavy and and someone else is. And we're like, okay, I'll watch The Witcher even though I'm not in the mood for something heavy. And it's all heavy to the characters, but it's completely weightless to watch. Interesting. <laughs> so the, the characters are, it's very serious for them. But when you're watching, you're like, this is so silly. This is ridiculously silly. I guess that's kind um, of the tone for most of the Scream movies, actually. So maybe that was why. Yeah, well, yeah it's supposed to yeah. it's like a theme park ride and it's supposed to be and i love it um anyway so that that is that that is sort of where i where i am on picard and we are lucky that there's so much good geek stuff to watch um i can't give moon Knight. yeah you know moon Knight's astounding and you know it's by the way we'll probably have to have an actual conversation at one point i assume you watched boba fett i don't know why you because it's star wars yeah and... all right so i need i need this commitment <laughs> if i, I haven't this... if i haven't watched if i haven't been watching what i love which is Star Trek. <laughs> like, you think? You love Star Wars, too. All right, so no, th- how about this? but I, I love I, Star I want- Trek more. But you know what? There is something to be said for the fact that, like, the reason is because, like, just lot, like with everything that's been going on has been so serious. Um, I've been like, I don't think I like you were just talking about, like, I'm just like not in the mood for something heavy, and like, I that the so the thing that is Star Trek's strength to me, uh, in this particular instance is the reason why I haven't watched. It. It's just like I don't, I just, I don't think I can handle that right now. Like, yeah, no, I, I hear that, I especially hear that. with the new stuff, like with Discovery. Like, I'm trying to Discovery's think. Discovery's tough. Yeah. And it's like, I know that I'm like the previous season, like very rarely was there an episode that I didn't cry at. And it's like, I just need to not cry today. Okay. Yeah. So there's so many good cooking shows. Um, oh God. <laughs> I don't, I'm not into food porn. Like that's, that's, that's Mr. A all day long. He loves porn. But. We started doing that. Okay. So, Hey, let's do this. Um, I guess we're so, looking at the second episode because look at us. We just can't help ourselves. I know. There's so I much. Know. Well, that's the other. That's literally the problem with Trek Off, guys. That's the problem. How can we not talk about Picard? You know, it's going to be what one month from to from no, sorry, one and a half months from today. Obi Wan comes out. We're going to have to talk about Obi Wan in real time. Like it's good. Like we're Trek Off. That's a, that we've been, we've spent months talking about nothing but but the prequels, and now suddenly we get to see you know all the pieces of the prequels like being picked up by people who like who are much better at making it. Um, sometimes. <laughs> You know, sometimes they're not. They, these are people who've made significant mistakes and also people who've made who? incredible triumphs. Who the people they? making Star, Star oh, Wars. Oh, oh, right oh, now. oh, 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 oh. 
you, know, okay. you have you have Rise of Skywalker and Last Jedi and the fact that that those two neither one of them hit the way they should. Um, yet you have The Mandalorian, uh, season one and season two. You have you know Boba Fett, which did not hit. Spoiler alert! But you also have Bad Batch, which was fucking great. So so I think that that the idea that you're getting Obi Wan, you know, you, I mean, you, I think like, that like you and McGregor alone uh, is enough for me most time because I absolutely yeah, adore absolutely. him. Uh, and I think that that uh, Obi Wan is a character that we still have yet to see a good Obi-Wan story. Like I think that but yeah, that, we that, have yet to see enough of who he is and how he even in Clone Wars. There, there, there are great Obi Wan stories in Clone Wars, but I think Obi Wan deserves to be a protagonist. Yeah, like and he deserved. Yeah, let's he, he we deserve to see like the world from his POV for sure. Yeah, like the, and, and that's is, the thing that's great. Like so, that's the thing that's great that I think that they're doing right in the Star Wars yeah, like expansion of the universe because TV um, with streaming and and now with a stream movie for the first time having won an you know best picture uh, Oscar it's like those lines have been blurring for some time where you're seeing I just like, like the big idea names that it... like doing these really really good shows that's like finally like we're at a place where I feel like there are so many movies that were really like bad versions of like a book or something where it's like the problem was you didn't have enough time which is like there's just like like the Harry like particularly when you get later on in the Harry Potter series like um, there's just they're so dense and a movie is you know the, the most you could expect a theater goer right it is two hours right and once you go past that point you're you're really pushing your luck um but with a limited series like we're not talking it has to be a series that's, that goes on and on like the, the the idea of a limited series being a thing where you can just tell like um inventing anna uh you can just tell the story from start yeah. to finish and you've got the time and you've got the budget and you've got the talent and it's like that's just better like it, i like, just realized something i just made a, a, a giant realization right now i know what's wrong with the prequels oh wow i know what's wrong with the prequels and i you know i like the prequels i'm a prequel apologist I but know. i know what's wrong with the prequels <laughs> It's that the prequels never ask this key question. What is this like for them? The prequel shows us a lot of stuff that happens, but yep. doesn't spend any time answering that question. What is this like for them? What is what is it? How's this affecting them as a person? Yeah, you're and, not that it, you're not very invested in the characters. Well, it just doesn't ask that question. It doesn't. So, so I love the idea where you know, people joked at the end of episode three and were like, what? So Obi-Wan just sits on Tatooine forever. But and now you can go, wait, what? What if he did? The fuck is that like? This guy was a. A, a galaxy trotting general of of the republic trained as a jedi master on the council you know you know one of the most important yeah like in, in the in and his the his complete paradigm fucking shifted man like right you know, and, and, all and of a sudden he meanwhile he turns on galactic cnn yeah galactic cnn every day he hears about how his best friend that he trained has just murdered another bunch of people and the remaining jedi that did survive order 66 occasionally he hears like oh another one's dead because of my best friend who i trained and he's sitting there on a planet just just basically fucking like what what is that like and then what the you know minor spoiler for obi-wan which i'm super happy about is in the trailer he's clearly in a not tattooing place at some point or another which is great like what gets him to leave that planet and then at the end of that story he does go back what gets him to go back like that's and it seems like the question is all driven out of well, what is it like for him? What does he do? And that's there's there's a, a key difference between the question of what does he do and what happens? Yes. What happens is what's the plot that goes on? What does he do is all born out of okay, he's been on a planet for ten years and he's watching Luke grow up the son of his best friend who he basically mostly destroyed. And yeah, y you know what I mean? And now he's watching the son grow up in 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 peace and he's just so like I I can't let anything happen to this kid. I can't like like I watch Padme die. I can't I can't let anything happen to this kid. I was here. I was there when he choked her. And and I can't like like what is that like for him? And how does that drive his decisions? And then how do his decisions drive an interesting plot? Is that is that that is brilliant. To, and that's what I think Star Wars has done fairly well, with the exception of to a certain extent, Rise of Skywalker and and Last Jedi. I even think Force Awakens did an okay job at at at, at this. And I think they dropped the ball but like you look at rogue one and solo it's they're all driven out of the question of what is this like for them and how do their experiences drive their decisions and how do those decisions drive the plot and so what you were doing is you're
you're experiencing it through the eyes of the of the characters instead of watching the characters do things. Right. Um, so I just think that's an interesting and that's why I look forward to because I've, I've, I've long said I think the prequels are brilliantly plotted I think it's a huge amazing epic story and I like every single thing that the prequels have for mm. the most part like 90% of what they have the problem with the prequels is not what they have it's specifically what they don't have that is the problem you know I feel like I'm reading I feel like like the prequels are this incredibly awesome dramatic story that was written but I didn't I, I they gave me the the cliff's notes versions of them and like here's all the things like can you imagine if someone's trying to oh yeah like, that's, a very, that's, a, that's a pretty good idea. i mean I, I i still think they're crap movies but like i i hear what you're saying like there's like especially if you look at the original series um like the first time you meet princess leia for instance like you know what she's about where she's coming from what her struggle is what she cares about what's yeah. driving her and i mean still like it's still sort of it's still sort of ridiculous it's it's still sort of ridiculous when like, there's a great meme that shows that that, that shows uh oh it's not a meme it's from by the way have you watched pitch meetings on youtube no, I, holy shit you i tend you to, to watch... i tend to like stay away from youtube because it's dangerous no 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 all right so <laughs> just go on youtube and look up pitch meetings the guy the guy's a, a comedic actor named named ryan george he's got he's he's got basically the idea is that he is doing the pitch meeting for a movie um he's doing a pitch meeting for a movie uh like as if the the screenwriters come into the studio executive and is trying to um convince them to make the movie and you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna do something for you here i'm actually uh going to play a pitch meeting for you right on the phone if you don't mind okay is that okay um all right uh so let me do i gotta figure out how to do i'm doing this on the fly guys there was no plan this was not this was not what <laughs> i was, was going to be doing this is not what i was going to be doing today in true trek off fashion like not remotely what we were supposed to be doing all right so so this is uh this is oh you're gonna love this so much this is the pitch meeting for the original star wars um we're not gonna get to discovery today i'm sorry guys it's not happening <laughs> so do it next week um, all right but is this this is gonna be worth it because we are we this is gonna be worth point. it <laughs> we were yeah it's not <laughs> like we i mean listen <laughs> if you if you've been watching we're you've back been, just be happy okay that we're here and if we've and if and if you've ever been with us like you just know that we're that we just i don't know have a tendency to just fucking go off on a tangent randomly like right, you learn so to here, either like that or so find here, out here that we, that's not your thing and then you're not and then you're gone so that's it's all good like okay here's, here's <laughs> this is kind of how we roll <laughs> For the, the pitch meeting for Star Wars. So, you have a movie for me? Yes, sir, I do. It's gonna be called Star Wars, and it's set in space. Oh, that is where stars are. This is off to a great start. Yeah, so the ship that's a part of a rebellion is gonna be boarded by some evil soldier dudes called Stormtroopers and the big bad guy, Darth Vader. Darth Vader, huh? What's his deal? Well, he's super strong with this thing called the Force. It's like this thing he can choke people with. Oh. Yeah. So it's like a rope? No, it's like an energy type thing. He can sense things with his mind. He can move things with his mind. Okay, okay. So he's like a space wizard. Yeah, kind of like a space wizard with very bad <laughs> asthma. I guess that's intimidating. Yeah, and so he and the stormtroopers capture a bunch <laughs> of rebels and this princess Leia. Oh, Princess Leia, huh? Tell me about her. Oh, she's badass and beautiful as can be, you know? Skin like porcelain, hair like a continental breakfast. What? And in a later <laughs> movie, we're actually gonna find out that she's Darth Vader's daughter. And with all his super powerful force abilities, he's not able to tell that his daughter's standing in front of him? Apparently not. Well, okay then. Anyway, before she was captured, Leia managed to put some plans to this big Death Star space station into a droid, R2-D2. Okay. And so R2-D2 and this other whiny droid, C-3PO, take off in an escape pod. Oh, so do the stormtroopers shoot the pod down? No, they're like, oh, there weren't any life signals on that thing, so it must have just malfunctioned. Do they not know that droids are a thing? They do, they just have to be extremely dumb in this moment. How come? So the movie can happen. <laughs> oh, okay. So then these droids land on this planet Tatooine. What's going on on that planet? Well, there's a whole lot of desert, and I'm hoping that in about 30 years or so, when computers start getting good, we can add in a bunch of random aliens walking around. What? Why? I don't know. Fair enough. Anyway, so the droids end up getting picked up and sold. Who do they get sold to? The uncle of Luke Skywalker, who's the main character. Oh, the hero of the story. Yeah, and his uncle tells him to clean up the droids, and he's like, but I was gonna go into Tashi Station to pick up some power. 
power converters. Oh, whiny heroes are tight. I like this guy already. Yeah, and so he ends up seeing this hologram message that Princess Leia left on R2-D2, and he's like, hmm, that's a very attractive hologram. Kind of a weird reaction to a cry for help. A little bit, yeah. Anyway, in the recording, she's like, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Okay. And so Luke is like, hmm, I wonder if she means old Ben Kenobi who lives around here. If that is what she means, this guy's horrible at picking fake names. Yeah, not super creative. So anyway, then Luke is gonna get attacked by some sand people and Obi-Wan is gonna save him because he's a Jedi Knight, which means he's super good with the Force. Oh, that worked out. It did. But then we find out that the place where the droids were sold got all shot up and Obi-Wan is like, oh, only Imperial Stormtroopers are so precise. Oh, pretty scary. Yeah, and then Luke finds his aunt and uncle murdered. Oh my God, he must be devastated. No, he's all right. Oh, okay. So he goes to Obi-Wan like, I want you to train me as a Jedi because I don't have anything anymore. Wow, yeah, got over those deaths real fast. Yeah, so then they go to this cantina where there's all these weird types because they need to find a pilot. What kind of weird types are we talking? We're talking a guy with chin balls, a werewolf, uh, you know, Satan. Oh, that does sound like a bizarre mix. And then they're going to meet with this guy, Han Solo. And what's his deal? Well, he's really cool and he doesn't believe in the Jedi and he has this giant bear dog best friend named Chewbacca. Chewbacca? Yeah, he actually fought alongside a Jedi master named Yoda and he always goes... So Han Solo doesn't believe in the Jedi even though his best friend and partner fought alongside one? That's right, but we're only going to find out about that Yoda thing like 30 years from now. Okay, you're going to have to stop mentioning things that'll happen 30 years from now. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, I'll try. So what else happens? Well, then Han gets held back briefly by this guy Greedo because it turns out he owes money to this guy Jabba the Hutt. Okay. And then they shoot at each other and Greedo gets hit. Oh, okay. So which one of them shot first? I don't think it matters. Oh, okay. So anyway, then stormtroopers end up shooting at them as they leave on Han's ship. Oh, so which one of them gets hit by these sharpshooters? Nobody. Stormtroopers have just the worst aim. But you have Obi-Wan saying that they're super precise. Oh, whoops. Whoopsie. Anyway, so meanwhile on the Death Star, the bad guys are gonna blow up Princess Leia's home planet. Oh my god, she must be devastated. Oh, she is for about 10 seconds. Oh wow, these people don't have much emotion. So eventually Han's ship gets picked up by the Death Star. Oh man, it's gonna be hard for them to get out of that situation. Actually, it's gonna be super easy. Barely an inconvenience. Oh, really? Yeah, they just hide under the floors on the ship as the stormtroopers search it. The stormtroopers don't use their technology that detects life forms. No, I guess they forgot they had that. Wow. And so then Han and Luke take out some stormtroopers and steal their gear and it's just the perfect size for them. Oh, very lucky. And then they go rescue Princess Leia. <laughs> what happens to all the other rebels that were captured at the same time as her? I don't know. Fair enough. And then they end up in a Fair shootout enough. in a hallway with some stormtroopers. And do they have good aim or bad aim now? Oh, bad aim from now on, for sure. Okay, just checking. And then Princess Leia shoots a hole in a wall vent and they dive into a garbage compactor. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Yeah, so, you know, that takes care of the stormtrooper problem. Can't the stormtroopers just, you know, walk up to the hole and shoot them? Yeah, but they're not going to. How come? Because that works. And meanwhile, Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> runs works. into Darth Vader. Uh-oh. And he's like, you're only a master of evil, Darth. Is his first name Darth? No. Oh. And then they duel with these lightsaber swords they have. Oh, what's that gonna be like? It's gonna be like two old guys who just woke up from a nap started fighting with their canes. I guess that'll be fun to watch. And Obi-Wan's gonna be like, if you strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. In what sense? In the sense that if he dies, he'll be able to, like, communicate with Luke telepathically sometimes. That just sounds like he's gonna turn into a very specific type of mental walkie-talkie. I don't know if that's more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Well, maybe Darth Vader doesn't have a very good imagination. We don't know. Uh, okay, that's a good point. So then the heroes <laughs> see Obi-Wan fighting, and he sacrifices himself so they don't try to rescue him. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, and so Luke is super sad. He's sadder about the death of an old guy he barely knew than he was about the people that raised him. That's right, but he's only sad for like a minute. Oh, these people suck at grieving. So then they check out the Death Star plans, and it turns out there's a little vent that if you shoot it, the whole thing blows up. Okay. And then Obi-Wan okay. uses his new mental walkie-talkie powers to tell Luke to use the Force and blow up the Death Star, and so yeah, that works. Fantastic. And then Han and Luke both get medals. What about Chewbacca? No. Oh, very harsh. And so yeah, that's about it. It sounds very cool. I guess my one question is why would the Death Star have such a big fault built into it? Oh yeah, I guess that is kind of a weird plot hole. I guess I could find an explanation, but I feel like it would take like two hours. Okay. I mean, I guess it would be pretty cool to explain it though, maybe like 40 years from now. I thought I asked you to stop doing that. I said 40 this time. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Let's do it. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, so, that's great. so there are there are like a hundred of these. The Twilight ones are insanely good. <laughs>
the Twilight ones are insanely good. They do all the Star Trek, all, oh, all the shit, Star Wars. Now I know what I have to watch for. Like, I'm oh. sure there's a ton of it. And then when you're done watching pitch meetings, Ryan George has his own channel, and it's so great. He has a lot of the first times, like like I the lost first time. You, okay, oh, oh. you're doing something on your end. Sorry, sorry, my my fault, my fault. There it is. Uh, the, you look up pitch meeting, <laughs> and that and that's what this is. But the guy's name is Ryan George. He also has a channel, and it's always him talking to himself. Um, but he has one where the like the first guy realizes what the ocean is. <laughs> like 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 somebody explaining the ocean. What is that? That's the drinking stuff. Oh, what are you doing? I'm going to swim in it. Oh, is there stuff in there? Oh, there sure is. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> That's fucking great. Like, like they, they, why didn't they just use their technology? I guess they forgot they had it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's, it's it's so it's it, there's so there's so much. I oh my god. We watch like was, an, that's brilliant That's there are fucking hours great. and hours and hours and hours of this guy he's got one where, where, where the people who name fruit like, like he goes, goes, <laughs> what are you going to call this little thing that you're eating i don't know how about grape why would you call it grape because <laughs> it's a grape okay what about this okay. big what about this big like large yellowish orangish looking thing like a big orange but it's super sour i know what grapefruit you can't just call it grapefruit <laughs> Yeah, um, absolutely. It reminds me a little bit of like without the 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 very specific speech pattern of oh god, I can't remember the comedian's name. He's really funny. Um, Dane Cook. That's a little no, no, no. This guy doesn't sound. No, no, no. no. It's not. He doesn't sound like him. But there's this bit that he, that, he, that this guy did. And he was like t- talking about the pitch meeting uh, for the day for DoubleTree for hotels. All right. And he's like, how about uh, we'll call it call it Tree Nah DoubleTree. Hell yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> oh god i wish you could remember the comedian's name because he's really really funny but he has this like very specific like he sounds like he's really stoned all the time and he might have been because I, I i believe sadly he did die of a drug but he's really fucking funny ah right. uh, where's mr a when i need him i totally know i think he would he would remember comedian's name so um, if you get that, nothing else just, out what, of this episode it's like that, hey, hey world watch pitch meetings and ryan george f- that's fucking funny as shit, oh, dude. The, like, well, they're, oh, just, his Avengers we just Endgame? break it down. Like these guys are bad at grieving. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and the, the, what he does with Avengers is amazing. What he does with, I mean, he's got a lot, a lot of them. We're talking hundreds and hundreds. Um, that's fucking great. Yeah, it's, it's, that's it's, fucking. Oh, that's yeah. just like I know. So it's a wow, she must have been pretty upset. She was for about a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I saw there, there was a meme. There was a meme that showed uh, that, that showed uh, Leia comforting Luke, and Luke, Luke, Luke going, "I need you to comfort me." And she said, "She said, yeah, but my whole planet just exploded, and everyone I ever knew and loved died." And he goes, "He goes, yeah, but my karate teacher that I've known for a week just died too." <laughs> my karate teacher I've known for a week died too. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking fabulous. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. That's fucking beautiful. Like that's you know what that that's kind of what I mean. That's why I've been like la- like lagging on this on my my like my show that I love so much. And I love it because it speaks about real things. Like when a fucking planet is destroyed. It's fucking devastating, as it should be. <laughs> like it shouldn't be like we're, a. We're really oh, going to talk about it next time. That's we really fucked will. Up. <laughs> we will talk about Discovery next time. Um, but you know, there's so but much. Honestly, we will. So, we haven't talked I mean, for like a we'll year. S- there's so much. We'll see. We'll see what happens, you guys. I don't know. There's a lot. So <laughs> we're gonna. We're, here's. We're gonna try to talk about discovery next time. <laughs> Who knows? You just don't like, know. I no feel like at this point, it's a, it's a fucking a, crapshoot. Like a, a Spider-Man movie came out. Anything. Did you watch Spider-Man yet? <laughs> Did you watch the new Spider-Man yet? Of course not. You need to. It's a joyous movie. It is joyous. It is a. It is a joy. Did you watch? You watched the second one, right? The one with Mysterio. No, that's like three so years ever old. Ever since. Okay, here's the thing. Since Spider Man, and this is a problem. Like I, I generally like. Like I watched the cartoon faithfully. Um, and I've generally liked Spider Man. And this is a way in which it has. Uh, that I bet there are people that think it's really cool, but where CG and technology has for me ruined. Spider-Man. Okay, elaborate. Um, so spiders are from the devil, <laughs> and the thing is, I can be okay with Spider-Man because he's 
because he's like shooting webs, but like he doesn't look like a spider. Feel me? And like now they've, you know, that he's got this fucking the extra leg. Oh, it's wrong. Everything about it is wrong. And I can't, I can't cope. Like, I just can't handle it, man. I can't do it. Like, can you do me a favor? Watch Spider Man Far From Home and No Way Home. You can can kind of skip the Avengers movies that are in between. They're they're so good. And the latest one is is the most joyous movie. If he uses those things, I can't do it, man. Like, I have to look away and miss what's happening. serious like i can't yeah like it's yeah a little bit he uses them a little bit yeah no it's wrong like they just why did they why did they do it man it's like i would say that he uses it about 10 percent of the time i'm just saying in a world in a world in a world where the top two phobias are arachnophobia and whatever the name is for snake phobia snake phobia snake phobia i don't know if that's like that's the the two yeah. Those are the two, like, most people are afraid of either spiders or snakes or both. And I adore snakes. Snakes, I think, are adorable and, and like, especially, like, there was somebody that did, like, so it's So it's literally, sh- your, your literal problem is that when he's got those legs, it gives you the heebie-jeebies. Correct. Can't, I can't do it. Like, and I, prior please, to that, I could get it past it. I, please, <laughs> please. If you watch them, you'll be so happy. They're so good. You should watch them. I, and, so and I'm angry, and I'm angry at Hollywood and, and a little bit at Tom Holland. Why? Because of the Uncharted movie that it's going to be complete trash. Or it already came out, so it was trash. I mean, and I love those games. Okay, but that's like, not. I mean, Tom Holland didn't write it. Like, you know, yeah, they were like, "Hey, he do you want to do it?" A- no, it's not like it's not like the dude doesn't have fucking offers. All right, he plays Spider Man. What? It's not like Would he you needs say no? Would you say no if they came to you like we really want you? to If be I was complete, if I was completely wrong for the thing, yes, he's not the guy. Yes, I would. Mark Wahlberg's the guy. Mark Wahlberg's the guy, the mustache guy, not Tom Holland. Yeah, no. Tom Holland is Drake. Do you know who Drake is? I don't. I've never played these movies, these games. Dude, look just right now while we're on the phone. Look up a picture of the game cover for Uncharted. And you tell me who Drake looks like. He looks, he is the spitting image. I swear they modeled him after David Boreanaz. He looks exactly like him. I mean, exactly. It's uncanny. Yeah, okay. I see that. And like David Boreanaz is, is here, okay? And like this whole, again, it's this whole youngification of stuff. Like, and they did do the origin story for Drake in the games when he's a little boy, like a kid. And even then, Sully, played by Mark Wahlberg, I'm I'm just saying, 25 years old. But in the games, you when Drake is not 20 fucking five, he is a full grown man. And Sully, 25 is is a full grown man. You met me when I was like 25. I met you when you were like 25. You're full grown. Sure, I'm saying. All right, look at look at that. How old do you think that dude is? All right, if I look at the 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 picture of Drake. See, that's a 25 year old dude it depends on which one i'm looking at but yeah i see but i'd say 33 33 but but here's the deal right here's and here's- and and here's so here's the thing i could solve it i could have made that movie and it would have been fucking awesome nobody fucking listens to me here's the i, I actually have the perfect casting you have right. david boreanaz could have done it because a he looks exactly like him and he has the fucking range no B, he looked like he didn't him years ago way, he doesn't look that like that anymore he, Fine. You, you can't get people. People also. People also like Nathan Fillion for the role. Now, he could also, also have did, done it. He's too old. He, he's too no, old. He, what, he doesn't oh look like. Oh my god! He doesn't. The way look, they. He the way they automatically de-age people today on every movie. Not like, the whole it, time. Not forever. That's yes, so expensive. The whole time. And nobody's ever yes, happy the whole with time. it. Nobody's ever happy with it. Always. No, I'm not. Happy. I'm not. Ta- no, I am not talking about like full reversal. Like, like in the the Marvel movies when we're looking at like a young Robert Downey Jr. Like, I am talking about like um when you look at like side by side comparisons of like there was a movie that came out not that long ago or maybe it was maybe at this point it's like I mean we've had this fucking pandemic happening five million years at this point but uh, it was so it was before that so I guess it's been a while but. Um, it was a movie that came out with Robert De Niro and it was like, you're like, I was looking at like the side by side comparisons and like, yeah, he does look older, but like not as old as he is by a long shot. Like he looks so much younger. 
Like it's like that's just like on the fly retouch. Like today, I could put I could have Facetune two on my phone, and in real time, I could de-age like ten years easy. So there's zero reason you couldn't do that with, and believably so, without it looking weird, without anybody even noticing. They right, do let me it let, let me postulate this to you. Let me postulate this to you. All right, and, and, and you're not going to be able then, to deny that some of this is what I'm about to say is true. You're not going to be able to deny it. Part of this is that you and I got older. That's part of what happened. So just for fun, I just looked up how old um, Dan Aykroyd was. Dan Aykroyd was barely older than Tom Holland in the first Ghostbusters. He was 32. He was not that much older. I think part of what happened is that we see Tom Holland and we see a little kid, right? But that's not what 20-year-olds see when they see Tom Holland. They see a peer. So that's the first issue. The second issue is, and I think Perhaps. they... Re- I think they realized this with um, with Robert Downey Jr. And he could do it because he was because um, he's in a suit of armor most of the time. Right. But the other issue that you have is you need someone who's in their 20s playing these roles. If you're like, I'm going to make a franchise, it's going to last for 20. Right? It's one of the things they did smartly with Tom Cruise when they made that first Mission Impossible years ago. They were like, OK, we're going to we're we're going to get Tom at an early enough age that we can keep pumping these out for 20 and still have not have it like credulity that this person's jumping off of ships and stuff and suddenly you've got crystal skull right so i think that you like like there is a piece of casting that looks perfect that i'm seeing in this google search but he's already kind of playing this character which would be chris pratt chris pratt sort of seems like okay he's got that vibe um but he's also so, he does and I, but he's already playing that character in the ex- jurassic world he's already playing that character in jurassic world so he would be more acceptable than tom holland and sully should be played by tom Selleck. period end of story what Full are you stop. talking talking about Tom Selleck can't play Sully. What are you talking about? Why? Uh, Tom Why Selleck. Why can't he play Sully? Look at Sully. Look at a picture of Sully. It's not the from 80s, the game. dude. Tom Selleck is too old. No, he's not. Sully's fucking old, dude. How, how old he is Sully? He has white hair. How old do you think Sully is? At least in his late 50s. How old do you think Tom Selleck is? To, how, how, how old he is or how old he looks? How old do you think he is? Probably older than that, but he doesn't look older than that. Tom Selleck is pushing 80. He is 77 no years old. Shut up. Really? He is an incredibly well-preserved 77 then. He is, but you know what? Doesn't matter how well-preserved you are, you're not going to be able to do the action stuff. Like that's it's it's not it's it's going to strain credulity. You know, if I I'm just curious. Sully doesn't do the action stuff. That's kind of the point. Like he's like the mentor. It's like first of all, it's very Indiana Jones-esque to begin with. Like that was kind of the point of the game. Um you really should play them, you personally, because the I thing so that is really incredibly games. wonderful about I know, but you found time for borderlands find time for this somewhere because it's a year ago it is... i haven't done i've touched we never finished we never oh, finished no. it yeah we just ran out of time i made an album instead you should listen to it it's called hers it's on oh, spotify yes, absolutely oh you know what i yes i because my sister um <laughs> she has all your stuff on spotify <laughs> oh really your sister's <laughs> in my album that's fun yes yeah. yes she is Every, everyone should listen now um, right now everyone should listen yeah right like now. everybody it's not should just spotify Seriously, it's everywhere right now wherever you listen just turn it's this off wherever because yes because it's Justin everywhere. is seriously, you guys. He is really talented. Like no bullshit. Uh, I know. I fu- I give him crap and I say shit all the time. But I'm like, proud of the album. Legit. Like, it's a good. It's a good he's album. like he's got the full the full package there. Like I I'm oh, amazed so every time package. I hear a song of. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You always got to take it someplace dirty. <laughs> I do. I do. It's a thing that I do. You do. It's a thing that you do. It's it's, it's a thing that I love about you. It's, it's okay. That thing. It's that one. I always go to a dirty place too. It's fine. Um, I think that, look, I think that one of the things we're landing on that that, that we're going to have to get used to. I will that, say it. Fine. Get off my lawn. Yeah. Well, because it's true, right? Because it's 25 looks like children to us now. They do look like children. Like I remember when I was in no, high school. No, they don't because there are some 25 year olds that I look at and I'm like, hello. Name them. No, you don't. They're not there anymore. No, you. that's the thing you think. Those people are 40. Those people are 40. Like, like well, the movie I just watched right l- last night, right? So if I go, um, uh, like Channing Tatum was in the movie I watched last night, right? And, and yes, of he is. My- and he is definitely, yeah, he's not 25 anymore. Yeah, Chan- Channing Tatum. He is incredibly hot. Yeah, is 41 years old. Like that's, it's yeah. just. Ryan Reynolds is, a, is 40 something too. And he's, Ryan Reynolds he's is 50 something. Ryan Reynolds is. No, he's not. I no, he's not. So Ryan no, Reynolds, just, we're just looking up actor ages now. Ryan Reynolds, he's in his mid forties. He, oh, he's exactly our age. He's forty five. Yo, I think that 
that's just the case. Yeah. We don't Told see like, like we don't see, and even you know, you know, women have all. No, dude, I'm telling you, I do. I'm. I, I'm telling you, I do. So there are times when I watch a show and I'm like, this guy is really hot. I need to look his age up because this is gonna really bug me if he's not at least legal. Like, oh I'm my gonna, gosh! So you're, you're I'm not you're gonna be okay. Um, I, I guess <laughs> like, but they always are in my defense. Like, it's never actually a teenager. <laughs> like, they are a man technically. <laughs> so I'm like. Okay, it's okay. I could be all right thinking so, he's really, really sexy. <laughs> well, and even you look at like the young people now, and you go like, like, oh, the Duke in Bridgerton, which I, I mean, I stopped watching halfway through, but is yo, know, he's thirty five now, and it's just like, like younger. Is, so I, uh, the youth in in women in Hollywood has always been pushed as the standard of beauty, and so yes. I've I've always been able to <coughs> sort of go with it. When I, I remember watching Buffy, thinking like, oh my gosh, Fred is so hot. Oh, Willow's getting so hot now. They're oh, they're so hot and gorgeous looking. Ooh, I'm good. My pants are shrinking, and 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 lately, even that is starting. To, it, they just look like kids to me now. It's getting to the point where where 23, 24 year olds just let like I'm just not like I'm not even able to to yeah. to be attracted to them anymore. Uh, the way it was because they good. just just that's see that's the, as like, it should be. I and, think. and it's it's just yeah. I mean I think that I I think that yeah there like is, if you don't want to be that, a like anything like I I like, you don't want to be a pedo yo okay like so yeah well I'm just thinking that's like, a good like thing. I think there's a I think 20, 20 years is twenty years is I think where where the cutoff is i think that like so if we look at like for instance i'm going to keep looking at people but um but like did you watch bridgerton i did not but i have seen the guy the the really sexy right. guy that everybody talks about so the main girl in bridgerton very pretty um she gets very naked in the show has lots of sex and sometimes i was like turned on by it and sometimes i was not because i felt she looked like a kid she's she was 24 when they shot it and it was just not i couldn't i couldn't go with it anymore it just wasn't it felt like the youngification like you're saying mm -hmm. um uh and it turned to me it's not the youngification because it's always been that way like it's it's how old do you think schwarzenegger and michael bean were in in the first terminator right like they were they were in their 20s it's, yeah, it's, but they, we, were in their, they were in their late 20s okay but like it's you know when they like, start you look at movies from the 80s there are some notable exceptions but predominantly you have unless it is a teen flick and even when you have teen flicks those are frequently played by people in their like early 20s but outside of some notable exceptions usually they're like in their late 20s early 30s and so I think that to me that occurs as appropriate like like that was my like that was my beef when the, they came out with the fucking reboot from MacGyver I was like listen MacGyver was in his 30s like you're asking me to and it's about credulity you're asking me to believe even if this kid's 20 fine he's not a child but you're asking me to believe that he's basically he's a wunderkind that he's a what do you call it a Mary Sue like I believe that a guy in his 30s who's been doing you know fucking special ops and crazy shit for you know over 10 years has you know picked up a thing or two you're asking me to believe that some fucking fresh out of college not even finished maybe 20 year old kid is macgyver and just somehow can can pull crazy stunts like with a duct tape and like fucking shoestring no it's ridiculous asking me to believe that yeah like i, mean, I don't buy it but i don't know how old that person really was he's like, in his 20s the guy who plays macgyver in the new ones? Yeah. Yeah. Let's find out. Absolutely. The guy, Lucas Till. Oh, it's it's Havoc from X-Men. Right. Oh, is it? I've, yeah, it's he was he was Havoc in X-Men first play. All right, here we go. Lucas Till is 31 years old. Right now. And so he was 26. I don't think, that, I don't think he was 26 when yeah. the show started. Okay. So now we're gonna I'm gonna look at um who played MacGyver before. What was his name? Um uh, Kelly had a big crush on him. Um Harry Dean Stanton? Is that what? his name? No. No, it's uh, Richard Dean Anderson. So uh, yeah, it was a three-name thing. So MacGyver <laughs> started so MacGyver started in 1985. When MacGyver started. So I'm gonna look up Richard. This I hope this is fun, listeners. Dean. Everybody loves this. Anderson. This birthday. is just us aging ourselves. Uh, Richard Dean Anderson birthday. 
Okay. He was born in 1950, so he was 35. He was 10 years older when they when he did. See. Go. All right. But here's my counterpoint. Jean Claude Van Damme uh, was born in 1960, which means he was in his 20s through the entire 80s. Okay. He was like Tom Holland's age in Bloodsport. Yeah, but in Bloodsport, what you're asking me to believe is that he's really, really skilled at martial arts. Which, generally speaking, in order to be really, really skilled at martial arts, you start out at a very young age, like as a child. I mean, I Kelly has seen Uncharted, so I don't know what the skill level of Tom Holland is in this first movie. I'd have to see to understand. But I but guess like, my- you really want you really want the, the the reason I'm saying you want to play the game is because the games are incredibly cinematic, and it is to you and I, it is ambrosia. It is like playing a movie. All right. I mean, I'd be that down. That is for, how those games are. I'd be down for trying it. I just you know never have time to ever do anything. Um. Yeah. The I I think one of the things you and I are going to have to accept is that 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 we're old. Well, and so here's the thing. I and I've talked about this from my buddy Matt. My buddy Matt is three years older than me, and I look at him, and he's a I, I even now he seems like a man to me. I defer to his opinion. I look up to him, and why? Because he was a senior when I was a freshman. He looked like an adult, and so when I think of the people who are like two years older than me from high school and I see them now, they still seem like they must be 55 now. They just seem older. And the people who are two years hmm. younger than me in high school, I see them now and they still kind of look like kids to me. Now, there's no reason that any of this would be the case because I've known people way younger than those people that I have met since high school that I've met as adults, you know, who I don't look at that way. But I sort of am stuck with the way people looked in my mind when I first saw them. So when I was a kid, seeing, you know, Seeing people out there, seeing Schwarzenegger out there, seeing, you know, you know, the people who were doing stuff at the time in the 80s that we remember as being adults, adults are out there. But the fact is, is that the fact is, is that what we were seeing is what we as kids saw as being far more adult. And if we had been, let's say, my parents at the time looking down, they would have seemed like, you know, like, OK, so remember the singer Tiffany? Yes. All right. I look at pictures of her on that first album cover and I still think she looks beautiful, right? Now she's 16 in that picture. Wow. And I don't, I look at her and she does not look 16. She does not occur as she 16. She looks like, um, uh-oh, pausing here. Whoa, did you just drop off? What happened? Whoa. Pa, pa, pa. Are you there? So sorry. <laughs> sorry. I what happened? I touched a button. Um, I, see <laughs> I touched a button. Yeah. I see the picture of her and she still looks pretty to me. She looks like she's an adult. She looks old. To me. And I look at pictures of her now and I look, oh my gosh, she looks so old when I see her now. And yet there are actresses that that um, that I grew up, that, that I didn't grow up with, who I'm just sort of meeting now who are my age and older. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so gorgeous. And they, I look at them in a peer kind of way. And I think the thing is, is I'm sort of stuck with my first impressions of people. Um, and so we, I think we are now looking at, you know, so I don't think my wife has the same problem. I think Mrs. J has the same problem. She has developed a crush on Tom Holland. And I'm like, he's a boy. You've only ever known him as a high school schooler and she's like no he's like he's 25 and he's in an unbelievable shape and he's charming and and he seems like a really nice guy and he's really good looking and I'm like, but he's a child and no he's 25 well it was perfectly acceptable at one point in our lives to think that 25 year olds were fucking hot but we don't know I, you and i don't know i don't no. I mean, no, I do. Um, but I just, I just can't. I have a, I have a tough time, you know. And I mean, I even mean like, you know, I see like lady supermodels now. There's a, there's a, a, a no supermodels are are traditionally very, very. There's, young. there's a, there's a, there's a, a young woman like that I teenagers. Met. A, a, a young woman that I that I met like like five or six months ago, um, who who I become friends with, and she is everything about her on paper is gorgeous. She's in perfect shape. She's blonde, flawless skin, like 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 the breasts that are nice and hips and waist and everything about someone you just go boom. This is what a pretty beautiful woman looks like. She's twenty four, and I just there was a point where my eyes did that thing where you sort of drift and look at the body because that's what you do. You, you, they drift. You don't stare. But you know, and I immediately went, nope, nah, can't do it, can't do it, because her <laughs> face just looks too young, and it's just, it's, it's just not, it doesn't work that way for me anymore. And I think that there's something about that about the way we see the heroes in movies. You know, I, you know, you, you hear, for instance, my grandmother will talk about how she doesn't trust these doctors who are younger than she is. You know, because doctors are supposed to be old; they're older. They can't.
can't possibly be younger than me because that how am I going to trust this child to diagnose my problems? Um, sure, I don't I, have that same hangout. Sure, but I think that you that 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 it's sort of that same thing is that it's hard for us to see movie heroes that are younger than us and haven't been through as much as us without going and those for, like honestly for me it really just depends on what you're asking me to believe. Yeah, that's and, it. And, and again, I think that and I'm like and 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 Tom Holland at 25, whatever, like asking me to believe that this 25 year old kid is like globe trotting and treasure hunting in incredibly dangerous fashion um which is probably true of drake's character but like we don't see that in the games we see him once he's more seasoned and we see him like when he began as like a like a 13 year old kid there's a sequence in one of the games when he meets that plays out so you see how met sully like even when he met sully sully was old and yet we we only got older from that point but we had so no like problem Mark believing Brent, Brendan Fraser, who is 31 in The Mummy. We had no problem with that. And I don't think those are a crucial six years. I think I think there is truth. To it what is. I think there's there, truth to what crucial. you're saying. I think there's truth to what you're saying. But I also think that we're going to feel this more and more as time goes on. I think that's just sure. part of it. Anyway, I think that's we true. have not talked about Discovery at all, but this has been amazing. This is part of what Trek Off is. It's nice. And to, everybody to on it. Discovery does not look like a child. There are some that do. Yes. See, they know how to do it right. That's all I'm saying. All right. There's a okay. time and a place. My name is Justin. My name's Alex. Trek off! Trek off, bitches.